0: Welcome to Start to Finish, the XRTZO podcast, where we explore the scriptures to prepare and equip real people for real purpose. Here's your host, Dr. Christopher Romano. Hey everybody, thanks so much for joining me on today's show, I hope you're all doing so, so good. I really believe we have an excellent episode lined up for you today as we bring to completion our little mini-series on the power of the cross and the power of the resurrection. We're going to do so by continuing to explore the subject matter of deliverance. Now, in last week's episode, we began by really painting with broad brush, brush strokes. This idea of deliverance. Uh, we defined deliverance as uh, God rescuing, God saving His people from the clutches of an enemy, which you see Him do. In the Garden of Eden, which you see him do in uh, the exodus of Egypt, you see him do it, uh, you know, releasing his people from Babylonian captivity again and again and again in little ways, in big ways. God is a deliverer. God is a savior. He's a rescuer. And we saw also how his deliverance is for a very important purpose, and that is for the purpose of rest. That, that, that principle is established in the book of Judges, uh, and I encourage you, if you have not already, to go back and listen to last week's episode. There's some really, really important insight uh, as it pertains to the deliverance that, that we see in the Old Testament and how that's going to really open the door to understand more fully the deliverance that is um, established in the New Testament through the ministry of Jesus Christ. So that's where we're going to go in today's episode. In contrast to last week where we looked at deliverance more from a macro view uh, point, we're going to look at deliverance uh, as, it, as it pertains uh, to Jesus and his deliverance that he provided for you and for me. So it's, it's a much more micro uh, viewpoint. I truly, truly, truly hope that through the teaching today that you have revelation, Uh, that you have transformation, that there's a shift in your heart, there's a shift in your mind that leads to a shift in the way that you live, the way that you speak, and the way that you carry out the specific calling that God has on your life. So today, uh, we've entitled this episode, Deliverance Has a Destiny. Deliverance Has a Destiny. So let's listen in now to today's teaching. When speaking on the subject of deliverance, there is one person who knows better than most what that truly means, and that is Captain Scott O'Grady. Now, if you're unfamiliar with his name, let me tell you briefly about his story. On the afternoon of June 2nd, 1995, Captain O'Grady's F-16 was shot down over Bosnia while doing a routine patrol. Now, For six days and nights, this Air Force captain and fighter pilot evaded Serbian troops who were searching for him. And get this, he survived on insects, plants, and rainwater. And he was only able to use his radio transmitter late at night so he would not get detected. On the sixth night of his ordeal, his faint radio signal was picked up by another U.S. pilot. This daring rescue mission ensued by the Marine Corps would eventually bring Captain O'Grady to safety. Now, his story is an awesome picture of rescue, of liberation, and of our subject matter, deliverance, right? It's an account with which everybody, no matter your political, social, or religious persuasion is, uh, it's something you can rejoice over. Because everybody loves to hear about someone being rescued from harm, saved from danger, delivered from suffering, and, that, and that's why like our favorite movies, our favorite books, our favorite television shows, they have this this, this rescue deliverance. Freedom type theme in it, right? one of my favorite movie series is, is Star Wars. Can I get an amen from somebody? And you have the Jedi releasing the Rebel forces out of the evil clutches of the dark side, right? Of 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 the of the Sith lords of Emperor Palpatine of Darth Vader, all those guys, right? Um, and and even Disney movies. You know, I'm kind of back in that season again with my with my three-year-old. So I'm watching again the Snow Whites, the Sleeping Beauties. Um, Those are the kind of the the classics. But now you got like the Tangled, the Frozens, the Encanto is kind of the the newer one that we've been watching. But they all have these themes in it. They all have these rescue, you know, deliverance, you know, liberation type themes and you know, so everybody loves those things. Everybody loves those those stories. And and yet as great and as inspiring as they are, none of them, whether they're fiction or nonfiction, th- none of them compare to the most incredible rescue mission of all time. And that is when God came to the earth in the person of Jesus Christ. He's your savior. He's your rescuer. He is your deliverer. And Jesus... You know, he saved us uh, not from a physical army, uh, not from a Sith Lord, um, not from an evil queen, but from the kingdom and the authority of darkness. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 reads like this He has delivered us from the power of darkness, and He has conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Aren't you so glad? that God has delivered you. You probably need to say that right where you're at right now. Say, I am delivered. That's right, I am delivered. I'm rescued, I'm saved, I'm free. Uh, One of the ancient commentaries puts Colossians 1 verse 13 like this. It says, yes, by a strong arm, he rescued us from the lawless tyranny of darkness. Kind of sounds like Star Wars language, doesn't it? (laughs) And what has he done? He's removed us from the land of our bondage and he's settled us as free citizens in our new and glorious home where his son, the offspring and the representative of his love is King. Oh, I love that. When you think about deliverance, you think about a soldier going to a wounded comrade on the battlefield and bringing him to safety. Now, The great danger that we were saved from, of course, is the wages of our sin. And because of that, not only were we sentenced to eternal death, but we were placed in the kingdom of darkness where we were hopelessly subjected to Satan, his rule, and his dominion. I mean, literally, as Romans 6 puts it, we were slaves of sin. We were slaves in bondage to its power and to its penalty. And it's from this dominion, this authority of darkness that we have been rescued, that we have been delivered, that through Christ we were brought from a rebel kingdom and placed under the sovereignty of our rightful king. Romans 6 verses 17 through 18 says it like this, but God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Notice the progression, you've been saved from or you've been delivered from, but you've also been delivered to. You've been delivered out of something, you've been delivered into Something Here's the point. Deliverance always has a destiny attached to it. Deliverance always has a destiny attached to it. You and I have been delivered by King Jesus for a purpose. It's not just that we're delivered from the enslavement of sin, but we've been delivered for our loyalty and our enslavement, if you will, To righteousness, so we're 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 saved and rescued from, and then we're saved and rescued to. It's kind of like Exodus chapter five and verse one, where uh, Moses pronounces to Pharaoh, he says, "Let my people go, that they may." That's that's kind of the, the 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 progression that we see all throughout, you know, the history of redemption is that there's a freedom from, and then there's a freedom. Two, this is what our reality is in Christ that there's not a spiritual prison or jail that God cannot bring his people out of. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing is too difficult for the Lord. He has power over every source of enslavement, over every Egypt, over every Pharaoh. In Psalm 68 and verse 20, the scripture reads like this Our God is the God. Of salvation and to God the Lord belongs escape from death. Isn't that awesome? How about Psalm 144 and verses 1 and 2 where it reads like this Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Verse 2 My loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower, and here it is, my Deliver, my shield, and the one in whom I take refuge who subdues my people under me. Man, he is an awesome deliverer. And more important than that, he's your deliverer. He's my deliverer. Now, what exactly has Jesus delivered us out of? In the remaining time that we have, I just want to kind of go very quickly through what he has delivered us from. And then also what he has delivered us to. So let's start, you know, very basic. We kind of already covered this uh, in in looking at the cross and and the resurrection in the the prior episodes of this series. But um, Jesus has delivered us from, number one, he's delivered us from the wrath of God. Right, He absorbed the wrath of God fully on the cross. He became our substitute. He took what we deserved upon himself so that we could be free. And the wrath of God is something that he has delivered us from. Number two, he's delivered us also from the penalty of sin. We mentioned that already, but Romans 6 and verse 23 says, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The penalty of sin has been uh, adequately and fully paid for. John chapter 19 and verse 30, Jesus says on the cross, it is finished. The Greek word there is to "telestai." Everything that was uh, needed to be done uh, was necessarily accomplished and fulfilled in Christ's sacrifice. Number three, we've been delivered from the power of sin. We mentioned that in last week's episode, Romans chapter 8, And verse 2 says that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. That law is an authority. That law is a rule. It's a power. And you've been delivered from it. You are no longer under the rule of death. You are no longer under the domain and the authority of the kingdom of darkness. You have been freed from it. You've been delivered from it. You've also been delivered from the fear of death this is something that plagues a lot of people look at when jesus went to the cross and when jesus rose from the dead he conquered death through his resurrection he conquered and overcome death death lost its power its sting 1st corinthians 15 talks about right but we also no longer have to be afraid of it because death is not a foe death is a friend death gives us access to what we've been created for and that is to experience all of the blessings of an unrestricted unhindered relationship with God uh, in his presence and so death is no longer you know our problem Jesus overcame it and so you don't have to be afraid of it in fact I would encourage you don't try to be you know in your own strength um, rid, ridding yourself from the fear of of death, just immerse yourself in the love in the presence of God, of a perfect father, of a perfect deliverer, of a perfect comforter, of a perfect spirit. Just immerse yourself. You know, First John chapter 4 and verse 18 says that perfect love casts out fear. So whether it's the fear of death or any other fear, you've been delivered from fear. Also, Jesus has delivered us from alienation. You no longer have to live in a, in a disconnected, separated, exiled state. He has made you the friend of God. He has made you a family member. He has brought you uh into a kingdom, a family uh where you have citizenship where you have you know substantial relationships um so you've been- de- you've been delivered from from that sense of alienation from God and his presence. Uh, another thing that Jesus has delivered us from is a life of futility. Think about purposelessness. Think of how many people uh can 't see uh, past their own thumb, right? No, God has delivered you from that. God has delivered you from, you know, that paralyzing notion that, that your life doesn't have meaning. No, your life has tremendous value. Your life has tremendous purpose. And so God has delivered you from that. He's also delivered you through Christ from condemnation and shame, Man, I could talk forever and ever about these, these ideas, but there is therefore now no condemnation. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. It's one of those scriptures we need to brand upon our hearts. Condemnation, guilt, shame has been dealt with at the cross through the resurrection. You have been delivered. You can be free from those monsters of condemnation. And shame, uh, he's also delivered you from the curse of the law. Uh, Galatians chapter three and verse thirteen speaks of this. He, he he delivered you from the curse of the law by 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 hanging on that tree. The cross uh, incurred a curse, right? Cursed is the one who hangs on that tree, and so you're free from that. You're free from the curse. You don't, don't buy it for one second that you are subject to a generational curse or or the curse of perpetual. Uh, rule keeping and law keeping. You've been set free from all of that. And there's a lot in that particular category, but you're delivered from the curse of the law. And then finally, you're delivered from greed. You no longer are are, are bound to selfish, self-centered, uh, excessive, fleshly, uh, carnal desires. You've been freed from all of that. You've, you've no longer lived under that, that burden and that bondage. You've been set free from that, and you're also delivered from sickness and disease. All of these are new covenant blessings. They're new covenant benefits. They're not earned, not merited. They're not deserved. You and I certainly don't deserve uh, anything that we've just talked about, but they are our possession now because of the generosity of God, because of this great deliverance that we have in Jesus Christ. These are the mercies of God that Paul was talking about in Romans chapter 12. And that basis is why we should be living our lives as living sacrifices, why we should not be conformed to this world but be transformed through the renewing of our minds. And listen, if there's one need that you and I have on a daily basis, it's renewed thinking. We need our minds rubbed and scrubbed clean with the old man. Um, Renewed thinking is something that is so, so important, especially as we're trying to apprehend not only what we've been delivered from, but what we've been delivered to in Christ. And so may the renewal of your mind take place as we go over in closing these features of the deliverance of Christ and what we've been delivered uh, to. And, And may your mind be consistent in your thoughts, with the truth of what was accomplished in Christ's redemption. So Jesus has not only delivered us from things, he's delivered us to. And so what has he delivered us to? Number one, he's delivered us to sonship. You are a child of God. You have God as your father. You are no longer on the outside looking in. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1 says, Beloved, now we are children of God. Of God there's this beautiful theme uh, that's brought out in Romans and Galatians and, and, and Ephesians about our adoption uh, we are adopted into the family of God and, and there's so much that is is uh is you know really in that reality but you are a child of God God is your father and what a great what a great reality that is uh, also number two Jesus has delivered us to citizenship in the kingdom of of God, Philippians chapter three and verse twenty speaks about this. How we have a heavenly citizenship. We have a kingdom citizenship, and as as citizens, you know, you have uh, you legally belong to a nation, to a country, and you have rights and and you have uh, privileges. Now you, you've you, you've been given uh, something that belongs to to another. Now it belongs to you, rightfully, legally. Um, you've you've also now uh, been made privy to the culture of the kingdom of God, to its ways, um, to its rule, and to its practices. So there there is there's just such a such an amazing reality of your and my citizenship in the kingdom of God. So we're sons, we're children, and we're citizens. We've also been delivered to reign. In this life, Romans chapter 5 and verse 17 says we, um, because of the grace of God, because of the righteousness, the gift of righteousness that we possess now, we reign in life. We are victors. We're not victims. We are overcomers. We're those who have regained our authority. So we reign in life. Jesus has delivered us to this blessed position. He's also delivered us to walk in love. That's a big one, right? The law of the kingdom is the nature of the king, and the nature of the king is love. And we've been delivered to um, emulate him, to follow his example, and to imitate him. And he walked in love. He walked in love from the moment he stepped foot on the earth and um, he taught us how to live. He taught us how uh, to love not just our neighbor, but to love our enemies. He taught us how to love everybody, um, to, um, to pray for those uh, who are against us, right? To, to give, to be generous, to be kind, to be merciful. Um, and so we're to walk in love. We've been delivered to do that. It should mark us as followers of Jesus. He's also delivered us to live by truth, uh, and not by circumstance, not by by situations. Um, John chapter eight and verse thirty two says, "You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free." So we've been delivered to live according to the truth. It's why you got to live in your Bible? It's why you got to know your Bible. You got to study to show yourselves approve. You got to read uh, every book, all sixty six, are, are, are gifts for you. Read Genesis right through Revelation study those books, read those books, memorize those books, meditate on those books, uh, and you will be one who walks and lives by truth. That's your that's your privilege now. That's my privilege now. Uh, and we've also been delivered to a life of intimacy, to a life of intimacy with our Father, with the Son, and with His Spirit. Uh, we get to... Um, you know, run into his presence with boldness. You know, Hebrews chapter 10 talks about that. We can come near to the courts of God. We can come near to his presence. And we can, again, see his face, which is shining upon us, his countenance, which is bright and and inviting. And uh, we can have fellowship. We can have that koinonia, that Greek koinonia, fellowship, communion, relationship, that shared life. He shares his life with us. We share our life with him. Wow. What an amazing life that we have in Christ. He's delivered us to a life of purpose and significance. He's delivered us to make a difference for his glory. That's why you're on the earth. Remember we 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 talk about this often. Salt and light. Influencers, illuminators. Where there's darkness, you bring the light, where um, you know there's 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 a situation, there's a relationship, there's a there's a circumstance uh, on your job and your neighborhood and your family, uh, wherever it is, uh, where it just needs a little seasoning, just needs a little flavoring of the kingdom. That's what you do. That's what you bring as one who has been delivered, and you have been delivered also to live transcendent of your circumstances. Man, I could go on and on. There's so many really good things I have here in my notes. You've been delivered to make good decisions. You've been delivered to overcome temptation. You've been delivered to run the race of life with endurance. You've been delivered to make people your priority, um, to live a life that's filled with joy and thanksgiving and to live with authentic generosity. All of that you have been delivered to. I want to close with this. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1 says this. Stand fast in the liberty by which Christ has made you free. And don't become entangled again with a yoke of bondage. If the Son has set you free, John eight thirty six, you have been free indeed. Every shackle has been broken. Every chain has been severed. You have been released to live a life of freedom because of the deliverance of Jesus Christ. Do me a favor as you go through this week. Live and enjoy Christ's deliverance. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Start to Finish podcast. This episode was produced by Samuel Romano. Music was written and performed by Justin Jolly. For more information on the teaching ministry of Dr. Romano, please visit www.vcbcs.org. That's www.vcbcs.org. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Start to Finish, the Exortizo podcast where we are preparing real people for real purpose.